Hi, this is Dr. Bill Renner. I myself am board certified in internal medicine and radiology. I am honored to moderate a series of podcasts focused on evidence-based health and wellness featuring Dr. Alan Safdie. Dr. Safdie is board certified in internal medicine and gastroenterology. Uh, he has been the principal investigator in about 300 clinical studies and co-investigator in about 900 peer-reviewed clinical studies. He's well-known around the world, and he's mostly lately been very focused on preventative medicine instead of just treating medicine. Dr. Safdie, today I want to talk about exercise. Uh, can you give me an extra pro- exercise program that we can stick to? Yep. Bill, thanks again for having me. And I think it's really important, especially with COVID and everything that's going on right now, you know, we develop an exercise plan that we can stick to. In the next podcast, we'll talk about why do these plans fail? I mean, everybody has the idea of setting up the exercise. It's easy to set up an exercise plan, but we got to talk you through how to do one that you can stick to and what are the common mistakes that we make. So we all know about that regular exercise can ward off a lot of chronic diseases. You know, it can help control your weight. It, it really can help improve sleep. Um, it can help with your balance and coordination. There's not just aerobic exercise. And as you do these things, it's going to boost your self-esteem. So, you know, as you start this journey into exercise, you need to have an assessment of what's your baseline fitness and not just, you know, your vital signs and labs, which are very important, but how is your balance? Are there any contraindications to exercise? Um, That can shape your foundation um, for later exercise keep a journal of what you're doing. You know, baseline fitness is going to include measurements of your pulse rate before and after walking. Um, It's going to say, how many push-ups can I do? How flexible I am? How, you know, can I stand on one foot with my eyes open, with my eyes closed? What's my BMI or what's my percentage of body fat, which is more important than BMI? So, Bill, you know, as you do these things, you want to develop a plan. So, after you've set out that primary, you know, foundation of your exercise, you know, set out some goals, Um, whether they're set fitness goals. It may be weight loss. It may be increasing muscle mass or cardiovascular endurance. It may be balance goals. You know, am I not losing my balance as much as I do as I get older? And that's one of the huge problems with exercise is we only focus on one aspect exercise. We don't focus on stretching. We don't focus on balance exercises. We just may focus on aerobic or we may just focus on muscle hypertrophy or getting our muscles bigger with resistance training, but they're all important. So, you know, we're aiming for about 22 minutes a day. That's all it is. And and if you remember back, we talked about some of the large studies that have been done with 22 minutes a day of exercise, aerobic exercise, there's a 31% decrease in all-cause mortality, meaning death from a variety of different conditions, such as cardiovascular death, cancer deaths, other things. So that adds out to about 120, uh, I mean, 150 minutes per week. So strength training is important to put in there too, but it should be done about twice a week with adequate resistance to tire muscles. That may take 8, 10, or 12 reps to do. Um But when you're doing this, you know, when we write a prescription for exercise, we say start slow and start low, meaning not a large amount of weight. Don't risk injury. 
I do about the same things in different orders that I've done for the last 50, 60 years, um, 50 years. Um, and make sure you establish a pace that you won't hate this exercise. The key is not to hate and mix up your exercise routines. Bill, do you mix up what you do? You know, do you mix strength well, training with walking and swimming? Well, what I like to do or what I have been doing is I try to set up a, a number of steps that I do each day. So I, I try to do 10,000 to 15,000 steps a day. And then every other day, do some weightlifting and um, do some balance uh, exercises. And the other thing I, uh, I've added recently is walking up and down steps. Um, but um, I don't know. What, what do you think is the best way to, for people to get started? Do they start walking and then adding exercise to that, uh, additional exercises yeah. to that? Yeah, and you can start with walking or hiking. I like hiking because that stresses your balance also, especially if you're hiking in the woods. And I know you have trails near your house. So when you're walking on them, it's an uneven surface. Make sure you don't hurt yourself. Ballroom dancing. Um, you know, I tried ballroom dancing. I'm terrible, so I couldn't do it. Uh, but it, well, I'll, I'll let the audience know that you and I <laughs> took ballroom dancing together. And after one year of ballroom dancing, our, our wives were actually pretty good at it. We ran into the instructor and the instructor, we said, oh, we want to sign back up in for ballroom dancing again. What level should we start at? This is after a year of doing ballroom dancing. And she says, oh, I think you guys should start over at beginners again. <laughs> yeah. and, that, and that was generous of her. I was surprised she <laughs> invited us back. But, you know, find things that you like and try to alternate things. You, some days you may walk. Some days you may do strength training. Some days you may go for a hike. You may do ballroom dancing. Walk to the grocery store. Add that, you know, your goal of ten to 15,000 steps is good. But sometimes we're going out to dinner or we're going to go. Nowadays, we're picking up carryout. Let's walk to the restaurant and pick up our, you know, get the carryout. Let's add in exercise all the time. Um, if you're doing, you know, resistance training, always allow adequate recovery time between sessions to avoid soreness and injury. You know, take time between these muscle groups. So to, I usually tell people 48 hours of rest between exercising the same muscle group. Um, Put your plan into into a writing and make a commitment. Uh, if you can find social support, one way to keep exercising is to find a friend to walk with uh, or a spouse or a dog. Um, you know, enlist social support. Uh, you may want a trainer when you start out. Minimize sedentary activity. So even if you're exercising, Decrease your idle time spent in front of a television, especially or a computer or smart device. If you're not being productive, um, get up and walk around for a while. Uh, you know, don't just sit there the whole time and monitor your progress. So it's important to reassess your personal fitness. And I tell people every six weeks to begin with. Uh, and you're going to find out what are you achieving your fitness goals? Is your resting pulse rate less than what it was before? Your proper equipment that you need um, can be very minimal. It can be resistance bands. You don't have to have weights. Really good pair of shoes um, if you're going to be walking a lot. Um, do you need fitness apps or smart devices? For some people, that's beneficial. For other people, uh, they become obsessed with it. So there's lots of things we can do. With one pair of weights and some resistance bands, I could work out almost all the muscle groups in your body. 
a chair is helpful. So just set, set out your goals. Remember, it's not just aerobic fitness. It's balanced fitness. It's aerobic fitness. It's working out your muscles with resistance training, and it's stretching. And in our next podcast, which we'll uh, have next week, we're going to talk about why do a lot of these plans fall apart? You know, what are the common reasons exercise routines fail? Because they commonly do. All right. Thank you, Alan. That was great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that next week's uh, session, too. If, if you like this uh, podcast, please tell your friends about it and subscribe uh, to our podcast. Thank you, Bill.